are you trying to say? I'm trying to say her name. <laughs> no. No, I, I, I have a, I know another guy and his name is Popra. Okay. Uh, Dreyer. Let me write it for you. Can you read it? Why did you go to cursives? Why? I always write in cursive. It's my one weakness. <laughs> You're listening to the Blender Institute podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Is your fleeting creativity being crushed by the weight of a backward society? Escape the depression on the cloud. <laughs> Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Paul Trier Glichor, Colin Levy, Pablo Vasquez, Andy Goralci, hey. and I'm Yalti Helmolon. <laughs> Here's your host, Pablo! Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm so sorry, Bo. I'm so sorry. It's okay. What happened to Francesco? He had to leave. He had a conference tomorrow. You know, busy man. Oh. And it's going to work on Monday. Okay. So he's giving a talk, right? Yeah. Amazing. And you know, you know where? It's the yeah. It's a blender in the yeah. cloud. It's a it's TEDx, right? Ah, uh, yeah. He's giving a TEDx. That's awesome. I didn't know that was now. Yeah. Awesome. About Blender uh, and Blender Cloud and uh, how awesome it's open source and stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Is it gonna be on the internet? guess hopefully yeah yeah <laughs> i hope he doesn't have to encode it like on the conference <laughs> he's been working for the last like week on all the blender conference videos yeah but his hair out. out yeah so welcome to episode number hey! 40, 40 42 haven't done this in a long, in a long time. time we're Sorry. so lame yeah. so lame i've been here since some te- september and i've only done this once okay yeah. seriously yeah Eek. I was a big proponent of doing it live at the Blender conference, but yeah. really there was just so many things happening at the same time. We just couldn't do it. It's really would have been so much fun though. Yeah. Yeah. With next, all the next time you put it on the schedule actually and then yeah. Yeah. it becomes a thing. And people shouting and then uh, yeah. Audience really, I mean, participation. Yeah, it'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Maybe quality would be less, but uh, yeah. more real. Maybe Were we striving year? for quality? I'm so hope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's so hot. Yeah. Wow. Well, but you're going to be next year, you know, every future is going to be. Next year, we'll have people who are doing, who are carrying the microphones for us. Whoa. <laughs> wow. wow. So. <laughs> made but enough about child labor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about the conference. Yeah. 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 I think that's the main community news that we can talk about right now. Yeah. So how did you like it? It's been uh, one, one or two weeks already. It's two weeks. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time is flying. Yeah. Yeah. It was Andy's, uh, how many Blender conferences have you been to now? This is number 15, right? Wow. This is my 15th. And there's 15. been 15. There has been 15 here. <laughs> been. So yeah. only one other guy who's been to as many as you. No, two other guys. Yeah, maybe two. But Ton. Well, yeah. including Ton is what I think. Yeah. Ton, one other person, and you. Yeah, Ton, every time Ton is asking the question, and then I'm one of the old farts who still raises his hands <laughs> when 15 comes up. So, so was yeah. it the best Blender conference you've ever been to? It's always, the best is always the latest. Okay. Yeah. Nice. No, it's been like amazing. for real? Or just because you're nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because I'm nice, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, also, I think, the nature yeah, yeah. of memory. Yeah. It it really is uh, the 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 latest is usually the best. You yeah. have uh, I, I noticed this year you have way more companies uh, talking about and big studios and like teams of uh, of a lot of people using Blender instead of just like one guy in a, in a garage. Yeah. yeah, it's gotten more yeah. pro. I guess. Yeah, oriented. Yeah. Nimble Collective, Tangent Animation big 
Company yeah, feature but, film. A feature film was made in Canada this year in Blender. It's well, crazy. Another one in the making. Yeah. And they're making another. That's crazy. How can they possibly use Blender? I know. To I make know. <laughs> and it's like 80 people. It's like 40 people in each. There's two studios working in two different cities working with Blender. Jeez. And yeah. they didn't report a single bug in yeah. the whole time. <laughs> they had a Cycles developer, though. Yeah. And uh, just, he, he made some amazing features for the film. And some speed ups, I guess. Yeah. I think for um uh, for hair rendering, especially. Yeah, and they have some amazing features coming up that they need for their next projects, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, and they're hiring more developers. Yeah. So, so great times. Yeah, yeah, same for Nimble Collective. They're also hiring developers. Um, Tell us about Nimble. What are they? Do? Oh, what are they about? Well, Nimble. They're wearing chicken suits, right? They, they, <laughs> yeah. chicken suits. they make fun epic. animations. Yeah. So it's this platform where where you can work uh, in, in 3D animation in, or in general with uh, your computer without actually having to have the uh, software or the computer for it. You can actually do it. They, they demo doing it on a Chromebook. And that is pretty awesome. So you basically are streaming somebody else's computer yeah, <laughs> uh, from, like a, from server. a server. Yeah. So that would mean you could have, in theory, unlimited uh, resources. So you can have a really awesome graphics car, like you move a, a scene with a lot of polygons, even though you're on a tablet. Yeah. Uh, Which is completely, I had no idea that was even possible. Yeah. But the benefit is really for online collaboration, putting projects together where there's a bunch of people spread across the globe and you want to work together. Like, you know, I've been doing this for a personal project. You got to package up files and uh, zip things up and like kick people off in a certain way. And it's really a, a task management, project management platform in addition to hosting the software. And then even the render farm side, it's like an all-in-one integrated system, which allows you to make movies in a just a, a different way. Yeah, it's pretty excited about about uh, what Nimble is, yeah. is up to. And they're using Blender as the main 3D software, which yeah. is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So, uh, I mean, they're using open source. That's pretty cool. I think the software is not open source, but what you describe is almost a cloud without <laughs> true, actually, true. Um, uh, yeah, without actually uh, streaming the software and stuff. Fewer chicken suits. Uh, yeah, overall. I mean, we're working on it. Yeah, llama suit is coming along. Yeah. 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 Was there any cameos? Is there any uh, um, cosplaying? Cosplay. Yes. yes, I bought a beer for. Uh, there was no subsource scattering costume. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so sad. So lame. That would have been epic. Uh, that person. And disgusting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, a little. I mean, it depends on how much oil you put on the body. <laughs> uh, but that's not really it. That would be the glossiness. Yeah, that's yeah. glossy. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know why I keep imagining that costume with oil, but you know, it's <laughs> more uh, sexy, of course. I th- oh, I know what it is because then I wanted to you know give that person a beer. And then as they're running around being chased by the cops, trying to be, you know, kicked out. Of course. They're too slippery, you know? Oh. Never going to catch me. <laughs> you know, yeah. all that stuff. And then, you know, what is it? Greased up deaf guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guy reference. Woo. <laughs> back in the day. So Seaburn was dressing up as Hitman. Yeah, so yeah. cool. Epic. I wanted to dress up, but I was lame. So I didn't. You were like halfway there. You were I so see. close. I didn't finish my costume and it was just not there. And the... Two days before the conference are always the worst. Like everyone is preparing stuff for the conference and I couldn't get anything done. So I made something really bad. I printed it on the printer and it just looked like, nah. Oh. No. So, nah. <laughs> well, next year. Yeah. 
But uh, are you going to stick with the same costume next year then? Yeah, there is no costume yet. There's the, the idea. <laughs> okay. okay, are you going to stick with the idea? Of the I'll stick to the idea. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, we'll so we see. won't reveal it here. Well, now we have, uh, you know, 347 days. So uh, I'll just do it. That was pretty yeah. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, human calculator. <laughs> I've been counting down. You haven't? Yeah. So any uh, other memories from Black <laughs> Conference? I mean, Hjalti, you No, it, it went all smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no hiccups. Had a great talk. Yeah, the uh, funniest. Yes. By far. I, uh, I didn't mean for it to be a comedy show, but uh, two, yeah, two pints of beer and then everything technically failing on multiple levels. It just kind of made it into a comedy show. Uh, so, yeah, on, on many, many levels, I had made... Uh, I had made my slideshow with open office or whatever. And that's the thing that worked properly last year for me. So I, I wanted to be totally consistent. So I used exactly the same settings, all the same, like all the same settings, all the same sizes, all the same, everything, the colors, the fonts, everything. Uh, didn't quite realize that the setup we had this year required me to just hand it off on a USB and then it would go into a Macintosh. What is whatever that? I don't know some <laughs> weird operating system so you know the thing starts and I'm greeting everybody and I click the next slide and I soon realize oh that's that's not this is not gonna go well it's a bit misaligned yeah and everything is just slightly misaligned but I know that my talk is gonna be really dependent on a certain text certain list and to have everything in a certain place and if it's slightly misaligned, then it's just going to escalate down yeah. the line. And it was like the size of the font, the font itself, the yeah, the alignment, everything was just screwed up. And then like <laughs> any graphics that was added on top of the text didn't align wow. or add to anything. I had like pointers, little arrows, and now they were just pointing at the wrong thing. And there's also the uh, animation that should the, have played in real yeah, time. Yeah. Yes. I, the GIFs. I, I, Yes. Uh, so my idea was, and this is from actually a prior uh, a prior experience where videos would really slow everything down to the point that it was a bit awkward to hit the next slide. Uh, so I decided, let's make a GIF or GIF or whatever you call it. GIF. Uh, yeah. GIF. <laughs> the Dutch. Uh, the Dutch. GIF. Yes. GIF. Uh, and the the idea was that that way. I mean, it's like, it's one of the oldest formats ever. It's supposed to play in just about any any kind of platform. And uh, I could set exactly the frames per second or whatever, or roughly. Uh, and yeah, it failed on me on a spectacular level. And those were like the, the kind of the kernel of my pillar of my argument of the entire thing. Yeah. And they got crushed and everything halted because people, my, you know, my boss is like running in there trying to fix things. You know, multiple technicians. I'm there with a little stand-up comedy routine. In your suit, though. In my suit. We definitely need the link to this in the uh, the show notes uh, or whatever, yeah, so everyone yeah. can watch this spectacular. It's it's there. We it, were going to link it. It is a it's a car crash in slow motion. But I was on the inside of that car, and it's like, oh god, it's still going on. Have you it's watched still, it yet? No, I couldn't. I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot watch that thing. But I will say, though, it was it was really interesting because you you knew I always knew that my talk had a particular ending and that ending depended on certain things to be aligned. So as this thing is going along, I know that there is no, you know, there's no moment where things are just going to pop into the right place and I'm <laughs> going to finally get to my point. So it was very interesting how my point depended on 
And now let's look at, you know, the way a younger me version of me would look at this list. And this is the list I modified. <laughs> it would be way easier to learn animation. And it's like, yeah, it's just a misalignment of modern art. Basically, it's an abstract yeah. uh, phone book, basically. <laughs> People are just laughing and laughing and... Uh, yeah, we were um, laughing with you, not at you. Yeah, I don't know. There's no real difference. Really. <laughs> if you're in the car crash, there's no difference. <laughs> no, but, but you you handle it really well. In on your yes, situation, you. I would have just cried and go in the corner <laughs> and then just try. I don't know, change my name. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been great. My name is Francesco City. Yeah, uh, yeah see you guys later. <laughs> just great. run away. <laughs> No, good, good yes. job. It's yeah. uh, it's online. You can find it on the Blender Foundation channel on YouTube. And there is a Blender Conference 2016 playlist with the rest of the talks. This one there uh, is a bit longer than the rest. You can imagine why it's like 38 minutes. Yeah, it should have been way shorter. Just uh, <clears throat> but issues. I mean, you still have the notes and everything. Do you think you could like maybe? Mm, yeah, like, maybe redo it. Um, yeah, it's a smaller, shorter video, maybe for the cloud or yeah. I've been, I've been thinking about that. Ton even mentioned it just like right after the talk. Like maybe we should just do the talk, you know, again, again tomorrow. Like you know, this was on a Friday. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that, that felt a bit weird if we had Two just talks. done it. Yeah, because it was already in the theater and this thing, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was being projected in the saloon also. So oh, just, really? so just yeah. about everybody at the conference already saw it. So it's not like, you know, let's cherry pick the ones that didn't see it and let's do it again. It's like, no, man, that's, that's the moment is gone. But uh, I've been thinking about it and yeah, it might make sense to maybe redo it as a little slideshow presentation that's way shorter, more concise, less screwed up, <laughs> <laughs> more aligned, you know, to the point. And yeah, put it on the cloud. That would be, yeah. that could be cool. Overall, I feel like uh, most of these talks were, uh, you know, more, more professional, more polished and uh, yeah. the whole setup. Yeah. You know the lighting, the yeah, yeah, it felt like a pretty well-oiled machine at this point. Yeah, and the the schedule didn't slip up like you see often in the morning. Somebody screws up a little bit, and then some computer has a hard time hooking up. So mm. you know, it's like five minutes here, five minutes there, ten minutes there. All of a sudden, the entire schedule is screw skewed by sure. an hour. Yeah, and screwed as well. Yeah, yeah, screw <laughs> and screw <it> as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this time this year we we have to thank. Uh, I mean, not only Francesco who went there like every other day to yeah. the, to the valley to set up, and he, he actually put more thoughts on the lighting, which we didn't before. Yeah. And we previously was just leave it to the valley to to take care of it, but now Francesco was going there and just doing rehearsals and testing and and okay, instead of just holding the microphone, we are going to have this fancy little. You know, like uh, Steve Jobs, yeah, like and, uh, an earpiece, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, kind of micro microphones, and all of that is also thanks to the sponsors, which we didn't used to have um, back in the in the previous conferences. We were just the yeah. Blender, uh, of course, with the tickets, and the Blender Foundation was actually losing money by making the conference. But of course, you you get people together, more networking, so it's actually good for Blender. Yeah. But this year, thanks to the sponsors. Um, a lot of that money that the, the foundation used to lose now has been put into good stuff like um, better the more streaming, yeah. streaming, yeah, better streaming, full HD streaming this time, hmm. and also uh, more better, like better recordings. There, there was a guy all the time there on the theater 
with the camera pointing to the guy, so you can actually switch between uh, like a hmm. close-ups. Yeah. Dedicated sound people on the stage. On the stage, instead so. of just having to wave to the to the yeah. guy upstairs, which we used to do. Yeah. Uh, now there was somebody there all the time and uh, free t-shirts before you had to buy them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks sponsors. So uh, many people came though. Like so that, many. That the Bali is is a little too small yeah. of a venue. Three hundred and forty or twenty. 20 Twi something like that 20 yeah, yeah. maybe i mean f maybe more with the uh, chess coming and leaving maybe one day yes yeah. uh, friday, friday was okay saturday was <laughs> bursting out of yeah. the seams and 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 sunday was people in the hallways and many people actually couldn't come to the talks because they were just full yeah it was yeah. So sad to see yeah so it's gonna be the last uh the last year at the bali i, yeah. I, I bet actually francesco this morning was in uh, another place on a church <laughs> uh, where they do conferences but um, yeah it looked promising but it's, it doesn't have the same vibe so um, we might not go there but mm. still a lot of time to to decide yeah it's definitely a really energizing experience though just so many so many excited blender users of all sorts of you know walks yeah, of life and it's yeah. crazy different uses uses for it and so uh Bo, this is the first time you went, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah so first time. Can you uh give us your what did you, see? <laughs> yeah, what did you see? Well, I I'm thinking about it right now, but I like the balance between like really technical talks and more artistic ones. Mm. I thought it was very good that people went into a more uh theoretical standpoint on art and composition and stuff. That was really cool. Mm. And I think we need to keep that up. Yeah. Uh I mean, of course, it's a Blender conference. It's technical, it's software, but mm. what you make with it is important. So we have to talk about that as well. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of fun people. Uh, met a lot of fun people. And uh, got to do my own little talk, which was mm. pretty exciting. Like I got the mic and was like, oh, shit, my voice. I hear my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to that. But uh, yeah, it was fun, definitely. What was, what was your talk? I mean, I was assuming you were talking about that, but then I got the mic and I don't remember hearing myself. Oh, interesting. So I was like, yeah, just maybe that's me. another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Panic, panic, panic. Yeah, yeah. We all did a, a Agent 327 related uh, talk, which went on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, di I didn't really realize it until afterwards. It's like, well, we, we came to me way too often and I was <laughs> the one person that really didn't remember like in what order the slides were like everybody else had seen it multiple times and i and oh. i became almost like the mc because they keep kept handing it off to me and then i have to be like the guy that hands it off to the next person that's who you put are, your hands man. up for calling yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> especially when i introduced colin because i saw the time and we were running out of time and we could have talked on and on before we came to you and yeah. uh so I just kind of started wrapping up that segment. Just I appreciated you know, it, but then we ended video. up early. Yeah, early, was, so. yeah, I was expecting I a bigger speech from right you. and on time. Right on yeah. time. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was uh, almost uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just grabbed the mic. I will not yield. I will. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was fun. Yeah. I hate public speaking though. So uh, yeah, glad that's over. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think everyone did 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 well. Ton especially. He's yeah. become an orator. Like he's just completely natural up there. And his keynote was pretty exciting, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like what he did this time. Like usually you just, in on previous conferences, you would just talk about, yeah, Blender is doing great. It's being more used and stuff. 
But this year, actually, he changed it. He, um, because of some discussion on uh, somewhere where people go, <laughs> a website, now it's saying that uh, developers are leaving the uh, Blender community, um, I guess, because of Campbell, I guess. Oh, Campbell's committing stuff. Yeah, yeah, but he's not officially yeah. hired anymore. <laughs> and the same with, uh, well, with Brecht in the past and, and what happened, but... So he addressed that immediately. Like the first thing is like, well, you know what? This uh, there is this company hiring two developers and AMD hiring more developers, and then there is the Dungeon, the Nimble. Yeah. So we have like ten full-time developers plus people doing uh, on their own. Yeah, but that's a new thing since last year. That mm-hmm. model of getting companies to sponsor Blender development. Yeah. So awesome. I was re- I was really happy that he. He tackled that. He was like, hey, nope, you're wrong. Yeah, not, we're yeah. not losing. We're actually gaining developers. And here's the science. Here's uh, the, look the yeah, math. We've got the, the numbers. Yeah, 2.8 is a bright future. We have plans even for it. Yeah. So that is uh, pretty exciting. And as you said, I mean, uh, Campbell's still around. Brexit yeah. is, is still around. And he's not coding directly uh, like new cycles, features, and stuff. But I mean, he was at the conference, which is. There was a great uh, roadmap presentation and there was even uh, a meeting about the future of cycles. Like a four-hour meeting about the the future of cycles with all developers. Seeing Brecht up there. He's amazing. It was was such a Steve Jobs moment. You know, (laughs) (laughs) he had the slides, he had the presence. Everyone is in awe of him. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it was so it, it's so cool <laughs> and uh, yeah if you haven't seen it yet you should go and check it out because it's a really nice talk and uh, you get to know what's the future of cycles yeah. more or less I mean it's not a promise <laughs> so it's a roadmap of a wish list but uh, many of the things actually some of the features that were shown there they were already in Blender like within the weekend they were coming yeah. like uh, texture coordinates for lamps uh, mm. by Lucas Oh, right, that was committed right on... On the stage, on yes. On the stage, on, on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> That's really uh, what open source is about. It's like, yeah, I made this feature, and then, hey, Glev, come over. And then he pressed the button, and then uh, it was committed. <laughs> That's so cool. Let's push the master. So, yeah, looking forward to next year. Yeah. And uh, Mike, uh, Mike Urban presented the Viewport. The Viewport project, yeah. Amazing stuff. And uh, Delia is here at the studio working. On the viewport project, viewport. and the, uh, yeah, and the, yeah, the viewport plus the workflow project yeah. because we are going to have in a couple of weeks we're going to have the UI sprint here at the Blender Institute. So oh. we're going to have um, many not only developers but also artists coming. So we're going to have uh, Jonathan Williamson, for example, Sebastian Kuni, Pepe Land, yes, yeah. Daniel Martinez Lara is going to come. Awesome. Um, Can we keep them? <laughs> I, wish, I, I want wish. them at the institute. <laughs> so, plus other uh, UI member uh, team members, uh, Julian, and yeah. we're going to talk about yeah the workflow project. What is this? What is it? The <laughs> workflow project, which we keep talking about it, but it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's going to define a lot of things for to do next year in Blender. Ooh, one common community news just yeah. because I remember it. So, uh, Pepeland, they're short alike. So it's on the long list of the oscar contenders no yeah. way it is yeah wow. it is isn't that it ridiculous made, it made the official uh long list wow but it's interesting because it got the cool. well yeah like yeah. and every when like, did they publish the the short list because i thought it was actually coming up 
I thought it was the longest. On, on yeah, yeah, but but to know whether or not he made it to the next oh, round. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not I sure. mean, the thing happens at what, the end of February or something? I think or? so. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It's, yeah. it's really incredible. It really deserves it. That, that like guy. the entire team. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool. And yeah. <laughs> so I think we're good with the conference. Uh, we can actually move. You, you heard about Bo? We mentioned him. Previously on the what's his name? <laughs> what's his last name? What is his last name? What's my last name? Oh, uh, <laughs> No, wait. Oh, don't try it. Glichor. Dreyer Glichor. Wait, but those are two names. No, they're one. Syllables. But you have you have they're a person. <laughs> no, they're not syllables. G and, and, uh, <laughs> there's like a space. There's no uh, dash. No. You but don't need one. Huh. Confusing. Yeah. All right. Welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, Bo has been around actually for how long? A month? What, Two and a half months. Two and a half months. Yeah. Wow. So we are yeah. a bit behind. Uh, we still yeah. have yeah. to introduce Nathan <laughs> and Kiartan and the lie. Yeah. But hello. <laughs> yeah. After two and a half months. So yeah, it's cool. Can you tell us a, li- a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Uh, what sign are you? When- <laughs> uh, well, I'm studying 3D animation in Utrecht at the University of the Arts Utrecht. And uh, I discovered 3D animation like there, what I wanted to do with it. I mean, there are so many things you can create in 3D, right? And uh, well, I'm in my third year right now. So I thought, you know, the most awesome animation studio I know here in the Netherlands. Who are they? We must be. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I had a lot of emails with Ton and yeah, I got the the internship. Yeah, you came uh, one Friday for the for the weekly, and you showed us your work. Yeah, with so, a teacher of mine, yeah, Stein, and uh, yeah, it was very exciting to be here to see it. The whole like the atmosphere is really great. I like it. Very cozy. Gezellig. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very good. That's nice. So, what are you working on in the project? Well, I'm working on the Agent 327 project right now, and uh, for mostly the props. I told in my talk, but um, yeah, to bring more life into the barbershop. So, little bottles and picture frames, but also hero props, uh, like the figurine that the agent knocks over or binoculars. That are gone, I think, right now. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that's really so beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, it's just an asset right now, but it's okay. So, uh, yeah, and the henchmen, so the uh, characters, that uh, is very exciting. I never done something like this, oh. like in a studio environment. So it's a whole new experience. So that what, a lot what, of assets that need to be yeah. created. Yeah. What What do you like the most to do in in three D in general? Uh, definitely characters. Yeah. Sculptures. I'm a big sculpture fan. I really love like Michelangelo and Bernini and uh, Rodin. So uh, yeah, I really love sculpting. Also classical sculptures, but like weird stuff, monsters. Mm. So not necessarily film, but mostly characters actually. Mm. Also the psychology behind characters and bring that into it, into their emotions. So yeah, that's really what I love. That's why I do it. I don't know why I do it. I just do it. I love it. <laughs> Something undescribable, but uh, yeah. were you were you getting into three D before university? And yeah, yeah, I actually was. Like, I have like seven years of Blender experience. Yeah, I think, yeah. like, oh. Oh. yeah, I started with Blender two point four nine. Okay, but that was like I went to a uh, to a school and they said, oh yeah, use Blender, you know. 
like uh, like an open day and uh so i tried it out and i thought oh this is way too difficult so mm. then two years later i just you know worked on it again with some little thing little projects and it started becoming more of a thing yeah actually want to become an editor so uh yeah. totally different mm. but uh, there are many facets that i love about like creating anything imagery and uh yeah so yeah uh, blender experience already so when you wanted to be an editor, did you use a Blender sequence editor? Or? No, no, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I didn't. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been staring at the last two months. Yeah. Every day. Blender sequence editor. You've got to create one prop. <laughs> one prop. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Bo has been doing some incredible work. Yeah. And a lot of it, a lot of varied tasks. I sort of yeah. envy you because I'm doing the one thing but you're kind of jumping around a little bit. You're doing some yeah. shading, you're doing some modeling, you're doing some sculpting. Even rigging a little bit. Yeah, rigging as well. I'm rigging the props. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. awesome. You're a really solid generalist. So Yeah, that's good. I think like I've never been into a real studio before. So like getting the feedback and then handling the feedback and, you know, it's just a team effort and you got to understand that. I also learned that in the second year, I created an animation with uh, some classmates of mine. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing I learned is that uh, I noticed that some people made stuff not for the film, but for themselves. And that's completely different. Like, uh, and that's a really valuable thing I learned. Like when I create something here, of course, it's mine, you know, I have sort of, sort of I'm an emotional connection to it, but it's not like I love it or, you know, it's, it's for the movie. It should be awesome. It should be well-crafted. And if it needs to be re-idiated, Mm -hmm. difficult world word uh then uh, it should be done so uh totally yeah, yeah that's a hard lesson for any artist to learn everybody has to go through that yeah uh, all those kind of different steps of like learning how to deal with criticism and yeah. or feedback or whatever and uh conform to what is like kind of the greater good you know? not, not getting too attached to yeah. things because exactly. they might to binoculars, for example, because yeah, yeah. they're gonna, yeah, not be used, maybe. Yeah. yeah. However, they're always gonna end up on the clouds. They, they are on the clouds, yeah. so use them. <laughs> use them. They're, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that the same topic is, I mean, is interesting. Just in comparison, experiences working at different studios, it's a cultural thing as well. That uh, you know, it's it's different depending on the group of people and the organizational structure that you happen to be working within. But, but but this place, even though your experience working on your films last year, it's more like everyone working on their own. This place still, I think, puts a lot more value on individual artist contributions and individual artists' um, preferences or artistic sensibilities mm -hmm. than, um, I guess, maybe it's a size thing, but bigger studios, I would imagine. You know, you just really are told what to do in a way that's, or at least there's just a lot more of... Um, you know, a, a set style or it's all really in the service of, of the director's singular vision in a way, or the art director, you know, mm -hmm. has really got a bunch of people working, you know, to, to put something together that's sort of consistent and unified. And it's a really hard thing to do for a lot of reasons, organizationally, socially, even, you know, mm -hmm. you have to check your ego at the door and you have to really try to please this, you know, for me working at Pixar, it's like, I'm working for my lead. You know, I'm working for my director of photography in my case at, in layout, but um, but here, no, I mean, I think it's it's both frustrating for me 
and really awesome that, uh, you know, you guys, in a way, you're not working for me. <laughs> you know, I'm directing. <laughs> but, it's, uh, but it's awesome because uh, it really makes for a spirited conversation. And there's a lot of um, challenge, challenge, uh, challenging discussions, I guess I would say. Because everyone wants to fight for their ideas. And I think because of that process, which is pretty unique, um, everyone's a little bit more on an even playing field. And I think that that's actually making the whole thing better. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I guess the smaller the, the team, the more you have on your shoulders and the more you want to make it look good because it, everything is on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of responsibility, personal ownership. Yeah, and you also get that feeling that, oh, if I just put a few, few more hours, it's going to be better and better and better. And that's when you spend <laughs> the weekends life. and nights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> At the studio. Yeah. And even uh, letting go of things that might be cut, like even if you spent some time on it and it just it's a it's like a puzzle piece that in and of itself is is great. But it just so happens that the entire thing has kind of morphed or shifted in uh, some direction. And now that one puzzle piece doesn't fit. So it actually doesn't complement the entire image. So you just kind of, okay, like let let go of it. And they used to have that habit uh, at Disney. Like way, way back when they used to have this weird ass trophy at the animation department. So whenever somebody like worked on something, you know, to remember back in those days, I mean, that really meant you worked for months on a sequence <laughs> and you're drawing by hand and yeah. you're doing the whole frame by frame thing. Of course, none of it is like colored and you can't just see it, you know, uh, brought to life easily. I mean, it's really a stack of paper. Right. And then at some point, if you find that trophy on your desk when you show up in the morning, you'll realize, no. oh, like there, it's, it's, uh, it means your scene has been cut. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, because it used to go between the people that had like the worst thing happen to them. Like it was like a, it was like a trophy, like, you know, oh, like Jim had like three months of work cut or whatever. <laughs> and then it would be passed along. <laughs> I don't know. There's some uh, dark yeah. humor in that, but <laughs> funny. That's so sad. Yeah. That must be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds horrible. Like at least in, with open content, you can show it. It's like, yeah, okay, I yeah. work at, like, yeah, I made these uh, binoculars and then it wasn't used, but here it is. And you can put it on your website or yeah. anywhere Yeah, because you made it. It's yours. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Totally. I think that's a branding thing. Definitely. Because, uh, and, and now it's, it's becoming a bit more popular for the past couple of decades of having like extra footage and then putting it as an extra content on DVDs or what have Deleted you. Deleted scene. Deleted mm-hmm. scenes, yeah. exactly. And in some cases, it's like some of the shots are lit. Some of them are play blast. Some of them are just sketches. Yeah. And it's okay because, you know, it's it's fun to dive into that stuff and see alternative takes or alternative storylines. Uh, but I think even then, I mean, they still cherry pick the ones they want to oh, yeah. show. Yeah. So there's even when you see some of those like deleted scenes, yeah. it's like that's just tip of the iceberg of all it the really things is. that vanished. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking but, about uh, where we are with this project, it's uh, I feel like we've really recently turned a corner, probably around the time of the conference, where I feel like we've kind of figured out, you know, structurally what the movie is, and uh, I think we've gone from from sort of. Uh, uh, sort of growing broader into growing more specific yeah. uh, over time. And I feel like even from an art perspective, uh, I think we've turned this corner from, we got to, we got to 
create these sets and like you know just make a bunch of crap uh, and now and, and now yeah. uh and now we're we're reacting to renders and we're 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 getting a lot more specific uh in terms of hitting a look and making sure all the puzzle pieces really do fit together and it's really a different you know process you've got the accordion like thing where you're going out and in and the right now we're 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 sort of in, in the honing process which is it's kind of refreshing to be uh, feeling like uh, we've got a specific target and we're moving moving forward with it. Yeah, totally. Even if it means uh, a couple things that we've already been working on have to you know hit the cutting room floor or whatever. Yeah, and that's uh, and on some level that's also that's like a byproduct of of trying to make it higher quality. Totally, because yeah. it's it's un, it's inevitable that something is going to be dropped off. Otherwise anything you ever did is just going to be there. And it's like the people that are learning how to make a website and they learn all these tips and tools from with like, you know, JavaScript or whatever, like, Ooh, I can make the cursor be like a plus sign. And Ooh, I can make these sprinkles here and that thing there. And then uh, they make a website that has everything, all the things. And it's super heavy. It's over the top. It has spinning GIFs or whatever. <laughs> I remember those. seeing those, yeah. by the way. And like, I, I've done those, yeah. Yeah. And it's just because they're, they're trying to put everything there. They're not cherry picking the things that would complement one another. So it just mm. becomes overloaded with stuff. Uh, yeah. Doesn't it's, serve the it's greater good. do that with the movie, too. Yeah. We see that a lot. Totally, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of overloaded, <laughs> uh, we can mention some of the things we uh, some new stuff that are on the cloud right now, and then we can move to what you guys have done in the cloud. I've done much, <laughs> in my case, but you have done a lot. So, uh, so um, actually, this is part of a newsletter that was sent uh, yesterday by Francesco, and um, there are not only a new HDRI. Do you mention the Dutch? HDRI, HDRI. I think Seabrand mentioned them. Mentioned at some them before. Point, yeah. yeah, it's really cool. It even has a, an HDR from outside of the Blender Institute. Yeah, really cool. yeah. But after that, um, Greg uploaded even like ten more or something like that. Yeah. So the list now is like well, I don't know, like fifty or something. I haven't counted. Yeah. But but it's really long, and the textures also. We added more textures now. And we are reaching like 800 or more than 800. So the Blender Cloud, we're happy to announce, is becoming one of the, the largest open open content and Creative Commons royalty-free wow. uh, texture um, collections online. Wow. And yeah. on Blender, because you can use the add-on to, uh, <laughs> to access them. So yeah, that's a pretty good, pretty good news. Um, not only that, but also the new assets that we've been adding to the to the art gallery. I know Andy Goralczyk has been uploading stuff to the art gallery. Yeah, what did I put there? Yeah, I really forgot. Nice. <laughs> now you put yeah. the, the, the Blender conference. The Blender conference uh, logo, but I think I mentioned that a while ago. Yeah? Yeah. We, the, the, this year, the, the guy, the, the eye guy. Yeah, the eye guy. I think, yeah, we I mentioned that with uh, Francesco also doing the commentary for it. So that's old. Old. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yes. I don't I don't remember because days are passing so quickly now. Yeah. I've been <laughs> uploading the interstitials for the for the conference. The, those are just like a one or two days um, experiment that I did with the um, um, micro displacement from my level. 
So I experimented with that, make a quick video and the last few days, couple days before the Blender conference and I put it up on the cloud so you can find it too. Um, but make sure you render a bit smaller because the render size will depend on how much memory you have. Uh, no, it will no, it will depend on the size of the micro displacement, which means you need tons of memory <laughs> <laughs> to run it if you render too big. Um, but um, I, I got inspired to use that in micro displacement uh, with some examples from Mitch Sinev Sinev. Uh, the Mantis cycles. By oh the yeah, Mantis he presented at the conference even. Yeah, was there. Yeah, it's super cool stuff. Crazy I found stuff, it yeah. some some I don't know some weeks ago or something. Yeah, and he's been uploading stuff to the cloud. Also, everything just like great comments and um, yeah, he's doing a lot of experiments with the his abstract art and micro displacement. So that's what I got inspired from. He also had a, a tutorial on how to use it. It's pretty nice. And then, uh, yeah, it's just basically the same. But Daniel Martinez Lara today also uploaded some, or yesterday, some uh, easy rigging videos. Oh, yeah, the stuff he presented at the conference, too. Yeah. That was amazing. Mm. The yeah. facial rigging with the bendy bones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And it's uh, he says that it's it tries to find a catchy name so people mm -hmm. actually pay attention, but it's not like a, an, um, anything that you... I don't know, you buy or anything. It's like a concept. It's a rigging. It's a basically like a concept of how you can rig easily. Yeah. There's an add-on that is free. It's in some GitHub. You can download it. But the add-on, what it does basically is just uh, adds uh, handlers to the bones, to bendy bones. But you can do them yourself anyway. There's nothing new there, nothing spectacular, like nothing that you cannot do by yourself. Uh, so this easy rigging concept is basically shows how if your mesh is subdivided enough, you don't really need um, a very complex rig if you use bendy bones. Um, bendy bones are these new bones that are in Blender 278 that allow you to, um, like, well, bend them mm -hmm. individually, even just a bone, which is yeah, just one bone. You can split it into parts and then individually um, bend either the tip or the bottom of them. Yeah, you can manipulate them way more. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah or you can really twist powerful. them, you can do a lot yeah. of things. And pretty simple too. Um, so with this concept in mind, he invented this easy rigging. And there's a few blend files that are available on the cloud, just just as a proof of concept. And there is a Vimeo channel where he explains this. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Other cool stuff. <laughs> 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 I was waiting if you were, like, had anything to add. No, but, Daniel um, is awesome. Yeah. Keep going. Well, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's also on, on the gallery on the cloud. So you okay. can go to cloudoflender.org slash gallery and you'll find it. Or you can search for it too. And that's it with new stuff. Um, there is also news about the studio, the new people that we mentioned that Ball came two years, two and a half mm, months yeah. ago. <laughs> um, what, like two, three weeks ago, Nathan arrived, yeah. new animator. And Hjartan. And Kjartan, he arrived two weeks ago. Yeah, two days before the Blender conference even, I think. Yes. And yeah. he, did, he arrived here, had no computer, but we'll <laughs> <laughs> mention that. So new, so much new people on. that we yeah. didn't actually have a computer for him. That was very lame. So yeah. literally the day he arrived, we were ordering new screens and yeah. like buying everything online just to, to, to have something for him to work on. Now we're 14. Right or thirteen or wow. twelve? Are we something? Well, fourteen. Like yeah. So we are here. We are five. 
Then we have Sergey, six, Sivran, seven, Dalai, uh, Kiartan, Nathan, that is 10, yeah. Francesco, 12, and Ton. 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 <laughs> 13. Yeah. So that's 13 people. Whoa. Did we forget? We, we're always forgetting one person. Yeah. yeah, there is this one guy that. <laughs> we keep forgetting. There's in a closet somewhere. Uh, yeah, no, I think that that's that's it. It's like know. a studio. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It feels like a studio. Yeah. The other day we had to take turns for lunch, like because we didn't fit in the kitchen. Yeah. That's so weird. In the kitchen, we were just okay. Now you eat, and then we're gonna eat later. Yeah. We still haven't uh, hit the uh, the Sintel maximum. I think we were fourteen. For fourteen. Yeah. On Sintel during the peak of production. Yep. Yeah. Cosmos Laundromat also, I think in Cosmos, we didn't go that high. It was like 13 or 14. 14 people? I think so. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. Or 12. That's a big hole in my memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some parts. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a dark French time. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is so French. And it's black and white. And it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's rainy and there's mustache. Yeah, so moody. Yeah. <laughs> baguettes. It's a very, very confusing. So yeah. Black and white baguettes. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> wow. Awesome. So. Sure Please don't kill us if you're listening to us. Well, yes. So such a big team, uh, not only artists, but also developers we're having here. So we have the Lies developer. Sivern is also doing like a half and half. It's also not only doing um, the cloud stuff and track that we're going to talk in a bit, but also add-ons, right? Mm -hmm. And fixing Blender, like actual Blender Blender core stuff. He fixed some of the, um, the post library, right? Yeah, stuff. he's been working on that a bit, kind of on the side. Yeah, already started uh, doing great things. So yeah, which uh, is an add-on. Yeah, that's an okay. add-on. Cool. And uh, he's kind of just taking it to the next level. And then I'm, you know, that we'll see that a little bit later on. The kind of fruits of that mm. labor. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. the word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when people, uh, I'm not sure, are not sure about some sort of, you know. English idiom, yeah. eyes go to me for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I generally, you're like, no uh -huh. mm -hmm. yep. Yep. <laughs> people in uh, glass houses sink ships. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so studio news? Uh, studio news, yes. Yeah. What what did you do, Andy? What what do you do? What did I do? What did you do <laughs> in the last uh, three, four weeks, month, um, year? Don is uh, Tom popping. Is yeah. Through, yeah. Hello, through the yep. hello. 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 Shaji did a gesture with his foot. I no, I was. I wanted to stretch my foot, but it looked like I was trying to okay. kick you. <laughs> mean to. It looks like. Am I talking to the microphone? Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I uh, started doing uh, more detail work on the props and uh, some, mostly the furniture, um, bringing everything together. Uh, we had some uh, great art sessions also last week and this week, talking about the general style and what we should do to unify everything a bit more. And um, now as the layout is getting more and more complete, uh, we are we, we feel the urge to sort of start 
rendering this and we we want to see it final sort of with the yeah. characters and everything and uh so i've been dropping the set into the shots so yeah i mean yeah it's a, it's a big the, the the issue or the the thing that is like the most relevant topic it seems is the uh the contrast in styles between the character and the environment which is something that i think we talked about a little bit before yeah. and also seems to be uh something that a lot of studios including pixar mm-hmm. uh struggles with uh you know yeah. because you've got you know environments looking more and more realistic rendering quality with cycles and lights and bouncing <laughs> Good <answer. laughs> yeah. yeah uh <laughs> you know it's it's becoming more physically accurate yeah. and uh uh you know you don't have to do as much cheating to make something just look beautiful so it's not a, a matter of making something look beautiful or making it look real it's more like uh pushing it in the in a, in a specific direction stylistically and making sure it's unified with the look yeah. of our simplified character designs so yeah what i've been doing is going into a certain uh furniture pieces making certain things bigger especially the 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 items that people interact with the most like buttons knobs little hooks on the wall making them bigger nails and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so really selectively going in making sure that it's more stylized and uh, and less realistic yeah there's a lot of levers at our disposal one of it is proportions yeah. Another thing is texture. Texture. We realized, I think, that uh, there's a lot of contrast in, in a lot of the textures we're using, which which uh, makes it a little bit busier. So yeah. simplifying the shading a little bit. Also shininess, which is a completely new. I hadn't really realized. Yeah. It seems that a lot of, uh, like we looked at some other movies for reference, Zootopia especially, uh, Big Hero 6, like they seem to really simplify the, the specularity in the backgrounds, which is something you never really notice. Yeah, exactly. Um, but things kind of look a bit more dull and less reflective, which makes sense because you want your eyes to focus on the character. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's the main focus. The thing is, with uh, if you have a specular highlight that's, um, you know, uh, it's it's out of focus in the background, it actually gets bigger with that depth of field, you know, the, the, the circle of confusion thingy, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Okay. The <laughs> and, uh, you know, you have little pops like that all over the frame and then, uh, you know, it's, it just busies it up. So that's a recent discovery, I think. And it's, uh, no. you know, pushing us in, in a direction. So, yeah, I still feel that we shouldn't totally go for that, way because whole, yeah exactly yeah, we're, because we'll uh, find we're it. trying to find our own style of course exactly and it'll it'll just emerge i think i mean we we can try that mm-hmm. and then maybe that brings into us into a different direction which totally. is uh really interesting i mean a lot of people really responded positively to the style of cosmos laundromat for example yeah. which was uh sort of halfway in between realism and cartooniness and uh that sort of really uh, gelled with people so yeah yeah oh, it's beautiful We're willing to try out everything and make it as beautiful as possible well the renders so far kind of jaw-dropping so yeah, yeah i'm really excited where it's going visually guilty what'd you do <clears throat> wait for the past weeks <laughs> couple try. weeks yeah couple of Probably. weeks yeah which to- which hat are you wearing right now Oh, there's so many. <laughs> I've started just stitching them together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a quilt on top. You can't of see it right now, but Randy has hat. seven hats on top of <laughs> yeah. each other. I'm just and trying to balance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Super weird>. yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a mouse. Right? 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's the rigging hat. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> um, yeah. So many different things. I don't know what to say. Like you know, layout, kind of management, giving feedback on multiple levels. Uh, plan was always to try to find time to dive back into animation, but then at the same time, you know, uh, you have a lot of different balls. Everybody needs to kind of juggle, and we're not a huge studio. And we don't necessarily have all the people that we need or want uh, in order to catch all those balls. So yeah. you find yourself having those moments of, oh, we're handing off a shot and nobody rigged that prop that's being used. And it's <laughs> in it's in two hours. Yeah. Uh, I'll just do that then. So there was some of that happening. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I had the flu also. That was not fun. Uh, oh yeah the whole studio but yeah. like either one day or the other we I was sick went. at Lando conference I, re- uh, I don't remember it yeah. really oh, <laughs> oh, man. and then you presented in front of you know 150 people as well <laughs> yeah pretending to not be sick yeah <laughs> that was fun looking yeah. good yeah, yeah so you're also directing other animators I heard Chanty yeah yeah also the, the animation director hat mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> and then you but you also want to have the lead animator hat but then you're not actually managing to pull off a shot because you don't have time to do it five seconds per week uh, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and then today my my computer crashed and we discovered that my hard drive is basically dead oh uh, and at some point tomorrow maybe or next week we need to like wipe everything and just set it up again but until that time i have something that's more temporary and i can kind of keep going it's not it's not the fastest or more up, most optimal thing in the world but you know it's good enough for now so a lot of those weird things popping up and then you just kind of get through them and you kind of realize that oh it's the end of the day all right and then and that, martin lodovic comes for a visit oh yeah, yeah exactly and, and that then, happened yesterday it yeah. was pretty much the whole day and then there's it was feedback. awesome to have him yeah. yeah. For people that don't know, he's the author of the Agent 327. So, yeah. yeah. He's the creator of the intellectual property that we're using. Yeah. That we're basing off our short film. And we yeah. wanted to put everything in front of him and get his feedback, his thoughts, get drawovers on the yeah. characters and feedback Amazing. on moments, uh, you know, acting wise, choice, you know, what, what, what choice would the agent make in this situation? Because he knows this character backwards and forwards, of course. Yeah. So, no, was, uh, some really good conversations came out of it. But wasn't really on the schedule, at least uh, at the beginning yeah. of the week. I did not know this was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, then there went Wednesday. It feels like we need at least for for the 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 our the for the people like we need us we need to split that person in half and have one half uh, like put them into meetings. Yeah. The other half mm. sits there to sit at the computer at the computer doing the work. Yeah. Would we split them vertically or horizontally? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Depends. You can you can I think I feel like the yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, I feel like you know the asshole belongs in the meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's totally true. You're trying to juggle those two things. And then, uh, especially if you really want to just take something and, and focus on that one thing. And, uh, and uh, but of course, there's a meeting coming up or there's this or there's that. Or you're, what you're working on, it kind of depends on this one other thing. Uh, so you find yourself kind of pulled in multiple directions. And at some point, you just got to go, okay, like, can... Can we juggle all those balls? There's some things that kind of can be, uh, I don't know, 
like not put to the same high quality standard. I know I'm I'm a hypocrite saying that because I, I'm the <laughs> annoying guy that doesn't want to yield any quality. Uh, I know. Stop shaking your head. Let's know. just go for everything. Yeah, all yeah. the things. Like, let's make everything awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were supposed to kind of be animating this week. How, yeah. how many hours would you say you spent animating this week? Actually, animation. Uh, like, I think in total. But like, that's including like opening old files and discovering that things have been updated. So I have to kind of tackle some of that and animation wise. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. setting up everything again because the file, you know, okay. has been, uh, I, I touched by multiple shot. people. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in total, if I didn't even include that, then like half an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's a Thursday, end of the day. Hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. still have Friday. Yeah, <laughs> which is weekly, by the way. Is, uh, yeah, we need to publish yeah. this podcast, and we need, yeah, the, uh, right. <laughs> and then you know, of course, also I found uh, different things in the rig that you know could be tweaked or fixed uh, or whatever. I felt and so then, guilty earlier today. Hilti was actually animating, and I rolled my chair <laughs> over to his chair, and I was like, "We need to record scratch dialogue. <laughs> Can you come with me?" Because like, right, Hilti yeah. is also our voice actor you know, a temporary voice actor mm. for agent. And, uh, you know, you were getting into the flow and I disrupted it. I, I apologize. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I wasn't being that productive. Really. I'm, just, I'm just depressed because there's so many things you need to tackle. And um, yeah. you just find yourself not being able to catch all the balls. And then you're just like, eh, I'm yeah. jack of all trades, but master of none, you know? Yeah. But, but the schedule has been extended though. Like this yes. was supposed to be finished by the end of December. Yeah. Of course not. Then was okay, maybe January, but I think the latest is around February, March, February, end of February. Optimistically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. But I think uh, what we have now, and I think we have some momentum going on with yeah. high quality on multiple levels, which is great. So if we can actually, you know, push that through and, and keep on that track, then it's going to be a great thing at the, at the end of March, February, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really great. Gonna be awesome. I think it would be horrific if we had to now just cut corners and take it down yeah. to like 90 seconds and, you know, make make the yeah. renders be like maximum half an hour per frame or whatever. Stop printing. <laughs> this is the weapon we're going to use to get more funding for a feature film. So it has to be good. Exactly. So that's that's really kind of the point. Yeah. If we don't make this as good as it or, needs to yeah. be. If you make it crappy, then whoever puts the money, yeah, just make it as crappy as that. And then yeah. uh, finish it earlier. And nay, nay, nay. I think this will be the best thing we've ever done. Yeah. yeah. Also in terms of workflow, in terms of everything, because right now we're trying to, it feels like we're trying to go the official way. way. Yeah. 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 We're setting up everything properly. Mm -hmm. We have asset management. Mm. We have the cloud. We have people watching us over our shoulders. And then yeah, when we're making the tools as we go along, which yeah. also creates a bit of a hiccup, of course, but like that makes that tool be uh, really good and specific yeah. for what we need, but also, you know, puts it to the test. So other people that want to use it later on, they can kind of, um, you know, get into the same workflow. Yeah. Um, and and we, we kind of had that for Gooseberry. We tried it, but it, it, it wasn't, wasn't there yet. It wasn't there. Like Francesco was, was working on, on the coding, but also doing so many other things that yeah. you, you never had like a full-time person doing it. Exactly. But now, since we have Sivren and Francesco both, like Francesco doing the design of a tool and then 
Shebrain also design plus implementation that goes so much faster. And Pablo uh, for the interface? Uh, for, yeah, yeah. I hope we can do Blender stuff soon. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm also like basically full time making those digital tools. So that is pretty cool. Actually, this week we we added even more new features and assets. What have and stuff. you been doing this week yeah, then? Yeah, Pablo. Oh, but, but I was going to. Okay, yeah, 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 too okay. late. Well, okay. <laughs> Segway. Uh, Segway. <laughs> So I um, <laughs> on early Monday, we had a meeting where we saw the planning for the rest of the project, for the rest, yeah, whatever is left. Yeah. And I was supposed to do Blender stuff this week already, but Sivren is going on uh, short holidays starting next week. And Sivren and I are working on the cloud and attract. So we, yeah, we thought it might be better if I just try to team up with him and just finish some of the tools we wanted to make and uh, just wrap up the attract project for now. So, so far last week we had a working attract sort of like we had a list of, of, of yeah, like a list of shots and a list of tasks. Yeah. So you have a shot, for example, shot one, and then you have a task such as layout or animation or lighting. And um, last week was, yeah, you, you could have it, but it didn't really mean a lot if you don't have a due date. So that's something we did on Monday. We okay, let's put a uh, let's make a little deadline. So I made a little widget so you can say when when does this task has to be finished. Um, then uh, on Tuesday we we're also working on other uh, more interaction stuff. And then Wednesday I was about to start with Blender stuff. And then yeah, I mean we have a lot of assets and we don't really know the status of the assets. Um, what is an asset? Anything. So if the, the they fight, yeah, a prop. So if they are fighting with, um, I don't know, a blow dryer, then you need to know what is the status of that thing. So would you define also a character being an asset? Yeah, like that falls definitely. into that, to that definition, right? Yeah, everything yeah. is an asset. Yeah. It's, it's not like a prop list; it's an asset list. Asset, any, everything is an asset, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Not a shot. A shot is not an asset. Exactly. That's why it has its own category. <laughs> but when uh, when Looking at the UI and the, the functionality of it, a shot was exactly the same, had exactly the same features as an asset. It has a thumbnail, it has um, um, a name, and it has tasks. So instead of having layout and lighting and rendering, whatever, or effects, it has modeling and shading and, and rigging. Hmm. So it looks so simple that I told, hey, uh, Superman, what do you think if uh, we, we try to pull this off and I'm going to spend uh, Wednesday doing it? And I did it. And we did it. And it's there. It's yeah, now it's being a, used. It's amazing. Cool. I, I have to say, like, the whole workflow with a track that looks really great so far. Because, I mean, Colin, you're yeah. we are working on the edit. Yeah. You're adding shots from the edit, from Blender, to a track. And then they pop up in the interface. It's amazing. And uh, you can see at a glance what the movie consists of right now. Exactly. And uh, there's all the data from the shots. So start frame, end frame, how long yeah. a shot is. And we plan on adding more, but just to quickly sum up, what is Attract is a shot management software that we are using. So basically, you know, in Blender, you have a, you have your all edit with every movie file, like a play blast of every shot. And then you can select that movie file and press a button and send it to a track as a shot. So what it, where does it go? It goes to the cloud, to the Blender cloud. And we're in that project, it will make an attract uh, shot. Right now, it's only enabled for the agent 327 because we're still testing it. But soon, it will be available 
for everybody to see it. And it's actually there and actually it got uh, sort of, uh, <laughs> how do you call it? And like, well, leaked. Leaked, yes. <laughs> because the comments that happen on a track night right now on the front page, so when, when there is one, you can actually go and see it. <laughs> and um, actually somebody commented because we didn't take the permission system so people that don't have permission yeah. um, can. I mean, it's great that people comment, but sometimes you can, you know, of course, if you're working with a team, ideally only the team should be able to interact and have conversations about a shorter task. Huh, that's funny. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it leaked. Uh, so, so people have seen it already, but we're going to make it available for everybody to see it, to see and, and follow really the project. Like that's, that's a real thing. That's what we use. And you can see the status of every shot and every task. It's a really uh, necessary tool. I mean, especially when you, you're trying to do something as complex as making a movie, which is ridiculous. You know, just the number of things that have to get done to get to the finish line. Uh, and we also don't have production staff, you know, uh, we're all kind of tracking our own progress on things and in terms of prioritizing, scheduling, figuring out even like to get a bird's eye view of what needs to actually happen. Um, a lot of times we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants and doing, you know, putting out whatever fire happens to come up. But this is, I think, a really important sort of step having a tool like this that's so integrated in the way we work to really be able to uh, get that bird's eye view and, and, and be a little bit more structured about how we're going to tackle a problem and how we're going to, um, I mean, even just seeing a list of assets or a list of shots, we have 52 shots. Like prior to this tool, I had to count them by hand. Yeah, it quantifies <laughs> it right away. Yeah, it's it, like, yeah. okay, now now we can at least, at least see what's what's in the edit right now, you know. Yeah, it's actually more than fifty-two shots. That's oh. how many I've I've put into attract. Wait, there, there are sixty. <laughs> There's 90, at least hundred and see. I have no idea. <laughs> wow. There's a few more that yeah. uh, there's at least uh, I think ten that haven't I haven't pushed forward because there's still too much uh, too loose. Okay. And right. so, and sometimes in the process you're getting so like uh, hammered with the stuff that. The, with like the knowledge that you have to do so many things right sometimes it's so nice you just open a browser you you click that link and then you, then you get a list of things that you, you have only to do need to, yeah, yeah. And you need to do those things and then one at a time yeah, <laughs> yeah one at a time and then a movie will happen it's great <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's 53 little... shots sorry I, I'm on a track on my uh, on, on an iPad, and it actually oh, works. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And then, uh, yeah, there is 53 shots. You can even scroll. You can even scrolling, see it, don't, touching. Don't push it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no. <laughs> 53. I must have added one. Uh, okay. 53 shots, and there is yeah, there is a wall of little red dots, which means everything is to do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like uh, let's miss. Yeah, you can even click, but yeah, you need to be logged in. I know, but. <laughs> This is great. We haven't had we had we had a sort of a version of this previously on on Gooseberry, but it was local. Like only we could see it. Now it's online. It's on the web, so everybody can see it. And soon, everybody that has a project, a private personal project on the cloud, can use it for their own movies. And I highly, highly recommend it. I mean, uh, the, the the thing that gets a little tricky is. Uh, you kind of have to use the sequence editor currently to be able to have the lovely sort of back and forth between Blender and Attract. I think it would also completely work if you were to use some other tool for editing. Uh, but that's where, where it really sings is, is the integration. 
um, which is, you know, hard coded and pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, right now, actually, before the integration, it was possible to create shots without having a, a sequencer edit. But so you can still do that, or we remove the functionality just to 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 have a bit more control and just to make it a bit more tightly connected. But we could bring that back, I guess. But the connection is so nice. Yeah, ideally, yeah. ideally, <laughs> uh, feature request. Oh, <laughs> you can uh, import an XML. And uh, which you can export from any virtually any editing package, and read it, and just spit out a, a, a list of shots that comes right from from a or an EDL edit decision list, ah. uh, which would be an awesome way to standardize it. But mm. in any case, mm. yeah, or other software can export to ours. <laughs> yeah, other yeah. software can export to the Blender sequence editor yeah. to go to attract. <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's what I've been uh, doing doing this week. And today I was gonna, hey, I'm gonna work again and uh, some Blender. And then Don sits down and, hey, <laughs> yeah, that's how it happens. Blog, I mean, yeah. You never really know what you're gonna work on when you come to work in the morning. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's me. So that will be next week. So, well, what did you do this week? Oh, yeah, a lot of props again. Uh, and I had a talk with Martin. Uh, yesterday was very interesting about the relationship between the henchman and the the agents because they're like actually really big guys compared to the agent. So mm. the henchmen are the evil sinister characters yeah. that are in the end of spoiler. Ooh, can we tell short? <laughs> and yeah. they're lobotomized, so they have yeah. big, huge scar on their head. Yes, they uh, they actually you know, are kind of zombies, but still only follow the commands of Wu Menchu or the, the villain. And uh, yeah, I had a great talk. He did some sketchovers and I made some sculpts. I made uh, variations of ears and noses mm -hmm. and uh, it's a fun process. And I started doing some rigging uh, for, yeah, for Kelty, the books and uh, yeah, that's actually it. Just props and characters. And yeah, I really like it. So it's going uh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Colin. Colin. How long have we been talking? It seems like hours. <laughs> I think it's been an hour, but... Uh, really? It's a weekend yeah. already. Let's finish yeah. up really quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really did nothing this week. And... Uh, <laughs> Don't drop the mic. <laughs> wait, wait. Really, <laughs> I really have uh, really accomplished very little. But uh, working on the edit, pushing forward, I have a list of notes. I'm getting some feedback, some from, some from friends, some f from some... Gosh. From some friends. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, I think uh, we're we're uh, we figured out plot wise what happened. We what's happening in the in the short. We figured out our structure. Uh, I think we find we found our characters for the most part. So really, what I'm focusing on now, more than anything, is tone and the balance between comedy and drama, and making sure that every moment of the film is entertaining and we're milking it for for everything that it should be. You know, uh, not everything is is totally resonating or singing right now. Um, and so I think we're kind of in the polished phase of, of finding the edit and finding the timing and um so kind of opening up lots of shots and making small tweaks bouncing out a, a, a open gl play blast you know going back to the edit seeing how that works you know um finding moments throughout the film to to uh iterate on and and um, push push forward and the next work on my plate which uh the next couple of weeks will be about the ending because it's uh by far the roughest part of the movie 
and uh, it's it's also kind of a uh, a roughly thrown together environment in terms of the the set design itself. So I think we're gonna uh, do a pass on that design. And um, now that we know kind of what needs to happen, I think we'll design it, you know, from a shot design level from the ground up and make it really solid. That's the plan. Yeah, you've also done some great paint overs. Oh yeah, that was an interesting yeah. experiment. We had a lot of talks about uh, about lighting and uh, style decisions, and mm-hmm. yeah, you did some paint overs for colors. Yeah, lighting moods. I mean, I'm not um, not a 2D artist. Uh, I know my way around Photoshop, but I'm not uh, not extremely. I'm not really the person to do this, but I I have had some fun. I mean, uh, weeks back I did you know some paint overs on the characters to sort of like what what is it that what is it <laughs> that sort of uh, uh, kind of irked me about or or you know where can we go to push the appeal you know a little bit and had some ideas and tried it out and you know it's really uh, the fastest way is not in Blender but to you know mock something out really cheaply and quickly in in Photoshop or GIMP which I should probably be using. Um, and uh, yeah, this week it was more about taking a render of the environment and maybe uh, finding out what elements uh, we can push on or, or think about. And like one thing I did, which we haven't really experimented with yet, is just breaking out a render into its separate passes, the AOVs, and um, and maybe uh, doing a little bit of more experimental, a little bit less realistic combination of of elements you know like you take the entire glossy pass and you you bring it down or you um you know just using the passes in a way that i mean we don't know that whether or not we're going to embrace as a workflow thing do we use the compositor uh to kind of manipulate what it is that we're seeing um or is it just a way to mock something up quickly that we then want to bring back into the shading of the actual assets props um and uh you know, and still press F12, and 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 that's a movie. Yeah, um, I would actually without love, the compositor side. I, I would love to see us, you know, just using the compositor a bit more. Yeah, uh, because I, I like I I understand the the appeal of making an open source movie where you hit F12 and like that's the movie. But I don't know that just because you have a little bit of more of options of uh, highlighting some stuff or like directing the attention. And not not that you need to like recreate everything from scratch in it, but I was really surprised to find out that for Cosmos Laundromat, correct me if I'm wrong, but that that's pretty much how it was done, yeah, right? Yeah, it was very little compositing, and uh, yeah. for the workflow, kind of that's how we got used to do it over yeah. the last couple of. I mean, for it's with a the couple s- of open movies, with, yeah, with cycles primarily, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, but also the 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 edit the the node editor became super slow. Yeah. So that's a that's a reality. Uh, it was rewritten, just... and it wasn't super good. I worked in uh, Tears of Steel 4K, and that was a pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, because on I worked in Sintel 4K, and that was okay. That was fine. But yeah, then between Sintel, Sintel and there's a Tears lot of compositing happening. Yeah. And and I I worked in the 4K version together with Dolph, and yeah. that was okay. Like you you could you you could do stuff, but. Between Sintel and Tears of Steel, the 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 node editor got a yeah. right, the compositor got a right. Tears of Steel has crazy composite stuff, mm. crazy stuff, yeah. really yeah, sure huge. Actually, yeah, yeah, really huge tree uh, compositing node trees, but also, yeah, it was getting slow to the point of being obnoxious. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and, and it was really refreshing in Cosmos Laundromat just to say, okay, 
this is what I can do. I can light it. We can uh, we can go and finish up a render to a certain point. And Cycles is great at that because it's really uh, interactive. You can light in a way that uh, you've, you we would have done that with a compositor yeah. uh, later in the Blender internal days because uh, now you can preview uh, your final render really quickly. Mm. And uh, and especially with coming unders, we made it like really, really streamlined. It renders much faster than Cosmos, of course. Yeah. Um, so we almost did no no real compositing no real, coming under yeah. Slamigos and some yeah. shots for some some specific things yeah. where you where you actually need to the or you need a plate or something. But for I think the first time we used it, we 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 tried not to use it was uh, in the second coming under yeah. with between Tears of Steel and uh, Cosmos. Basically, the the biggest hurdle is that you uh, you tend to have a lot of inconsistency between shots that you need to merge certain uh, node groups over and uh, certain things, and then you tend to do one thing in one shot and you don't do it in the other. So mm-hmm. it's uh, I think it's with, a different process. Yeah, yeah. with with the Blender internal, it had way more sense in a way because in Blender internal you can set render layers to only use red layer lamps from one or you have lamp groups too yeah. which you don't have in uh, on cycles so you end up using around the same amount of, of render layers like or very small amount of render layers yeah. I should say but also the compositor for Blender internal was mandatory because you couldn't do things like motion blur and yeah. depth of field or depth yeah. of field yeah. any other mm. way so you had to use it if you were using it yeah. right. and uh, now we are Kind of going in a different direction, so we have to think of our uh, the the workflow of setting up these composites. Yeah. So uh, I think definitely that's a great it's a great point. We we'll, we should separate things into passes more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think and uh, render out ID passes and try to uh, assemble shots this way. I think we might go back to that workflow once uh, Cycles is able to render custom passes. Yeah. And and AOV, so you have one one uh, render layer with a certain lighting, and then another one, you just tweak the lighting between the two render layers. Yeah. That that will be, the I think, the turning point, which will allow you to um, change the workflow to instead of just press F12 and have it there, just press F12 on the farm, <laughs> And have it render Im- like actual images, EXRs, and then you composite the EXRs. Yeah, not it the actual. adds a whole yeah. you know step to the pr- pipeline. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's worth exploring. I think it's it, it is really we we consider it before, but yeah. it's just so much more data yeah. because you need you need yeah it's a thirty two bit so it's, it yeah. it's already heavy, and then you have four channels per pass, and then you have as many passes. Then if it's 4K or 2K or whatever, it's just so so much data that you need that hard drive space, you need speed, you need a good network. So True. it really has a layer of complexity. But on the other hand, if there is a little glitch in one character, you don't have to render the whole mm-hmm. shot. You can just re-render the layer of the character. Yeah. And you yeah. still have the background and everything. Also, we didn't do that in the past so much because, I mean, image-based compositing, I mean, we did scene-based compositing, which uh, includes the composite in the final rendered file. Mm. Uh, you press F12 and then the render the file gets rendered and then the composite gets executed. Right. Uh, but we didn't do a lot of uh, saving out passes because we actually eventually had to share the shot online. So that's why we didn't generate those masses of data before. Yeah, that's true. Those a limitation that yeah. doesn't actually exist for this one, right? 
Well, we so, might have Well, to. we're going to share everything, but yeah. we might find a, a workflow, maybe a, a blend file for the comp that only has a comp, which kind of looks for the renders in a specific uh, folder that is also set by the actual blend file. Yeah. The lighting blend file. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how what we, what we do with that. But yeah, it will definitely help. Ongoing conversation. Yeah. Uh, we are way over one hour, but it's fine. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. So that's yeah. true. If nobody else has anything to add, we can wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, yeah. What a lovely podcast. Yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> missing it. So we should do it more often. <laughs> we always say that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, our other selves are over there in the studio. Yep. Yeah. Finishing our work. Oh, I can't wait yeah. to see how much I've accomplished. Uh, so we're all assholes here? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bringing it back. Yeah. yeah. All right. So until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Blender Institute podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Tired of movies where the villain wins? Create your own story on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.